Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch. I'm the sports editor at Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out another edition of the Star Local Media, I guess, just sports podcast for now, since technically this is not a football-centric podcast. We are uh, we are shifting gears over into basketball coverage full time, and um, yes, this is another uh, this is another segment of the rapid reaction portion of these podcasts. Uh, I'm just going to give you guys a rundown of the game that I was at tonight, as well as some other notes from around the district in uh, in basketball. I was out out at Plano Senior to cover a 6-6-A boys basketball game between Plano Senior and McKinney Boyd. Um, ultimately, the Wildcats are able to come away with a 56-50 victory um, over the Broncos. Plano improves to 1-2 in district play. They are tied with McKinney Boyd at 1-2 for fifth place. Those two are tied with Allen in the 6-6-A standings. Um, you know, in what's going to kind of be a uh, kind of a running theme in 6-6-A um, this season, I think, in both boys and girls. Um, speaking specifically to the boys, there's a lot of parity in this district. You know, you have your you have your heavyweights. Um, in the case of uh, of six six eight boys, it's obviously the number one ranked team in the state, Denton Geyer. And then after that, there's a whole lot of gray area. You know, I mean, you could even say initially that you might have thought Allen was the second best team in the district, but even Allen showed that they're not immune to the district's parity. They lost to McKinney tonight after uh, after winning their host tournament over the weekend, where they beat three state ranked. Teams. So, I mean, yeah, the parity in 6-6-A is going to creep up on anybody. Um, you know, as far as Plano and Boyd, they're part of that uh, kind of that race for um, – they're, they're, they're part of kind of that gray middle of, uh, of 6-6-A boys basketball right now. There's two teams that could very well wind up in the playoff equation if they're able to string together a few key victories – um, you know, along the way, but um, yeah, there's a whole lot of gray area right now in this district. A lot of it, it's so early; it's very tough to kind of sort through just who's who kind of stacks up where. Because again, like I said, after Denton Geyer, there really isn't that big a gap of separation between these teams. Um, as far as Plano and Boyd, though, you know this was a uh, this was a crucial win for Plano early on. Plano had dropped its first two district games, and you know despite that parity, you do not want to fall to zero and three in district play. So um, yes, they were able to get a win tonight that um, you know required um, holding off a very very stern uh, comeback effort by the Broncos in the fourth quarter. Um, you know this was a game that Plano more or less led the entire way. Um, you know, they only trailed, I would say, for, I'm just looking over my numbers, they only trailed for about three minutes in this game. The first three minutes of the game, then they were able to, you know, to put together a, a nice run in the first quarter to gain a 12-7 lead at the end of one. They eventually go on to lead by as many as 12 points in the fourth quarter until McKinney Boyd makes a uh, makes a bit of a furious charge and closes the gap to as few as three points inside the, uh, the final 90 seconds of the game. Um, you know, this was a game where... You know, Plano was able to, uh, you know, kind of ride its defense and its depth to give itself a nice cushion. And then McKinney Boyd, which, um, you know, really made it an emphasis to kind of speed up the pace in the second half of this game. You know, they were able to, uh, you know, they were, I mean, they were pretty relentless in, uh, in attacking the rim. 
um, tonight. And, you know, the result was they either were able to get a good finish at the rim, be it from Kyle McAdam, Oseo Sifo, or Play Wyatt. Either that, if they weren't able to get a clean look and finish at the rim, they were able to draw draw foul and get some free throws out of it. Um, you know, so they had a nice stretch there in the fourth quarter where they were able to get points on just about every trip down the floor. Um, they were eventually able to cut it to 48-45 to with 90 seconds to go. And then Plano was able to respond by getting a little bit of breathing room on a big and one conversion by Quentin Williamson as the uh, Wildcats successfully broke uh, McKinney Boyd's press. Um, and they were able to get a 51-45 lead out of that. You know, Boyd is able to eventually uh, trim it back down to three with about 20 seconds left on a three-pointer by Connor Ross. Um, but Plano is able to hold on from there. They get a couple. They get a few free throws from uh, Jawan Phillips and Malcolm Russell to keep the Broncos at bay. And um, yes, pick up a uh, a much-needed victory, one that um, one that they look to be in good position to attain all game long. Um, you know, especially early on, they did a good job of. Um, you know, kind of getting the, uh, you know, getting the game to be played at its pace. You know, Plano's not a team that's going to be running up and down the floor, jacking up shots within the first three, three to five seconds of a possession. They're going to work, you know, they're going to work the ball around. They'll run through their offense a few times if they need to. They'll do what they can just to make sure they get a quality shot, regardless of how long it takes. I mean, yeah. Meanwhile, you know, that was a kind of style that Boyd went out of its way to not try to encourage in the second half. Um, you know, McKinney Boyd was kind of at the mercy of Plano's pace for those first two quarters. Plano did a good job with it and had a 27-15 uh, to 15 lead at the half. Um, and then coming right out of the gates in the third quarter, McKinney Boyd just cranks up its pressure on defense. They start pressing Plano every chance they get, throwing double teams left and right, doing whatever they can to try to uh, to try to get Plano out of its rhythm and try to get Plano to, you know, try to induce Plano into taking quicker shots, try to increase Boyd's possessions, and play a style of play that was a bit more suited to what, you know, what the Broncos had wanted to do. And to their credit, they had success with it. You look strictly from a, uh, you know, from a production standpoint, like I said, Boyd only scored 15 points in the first half, and then they scored 17 points in the third quarter, and 18 points in the fourth quarter. So yes, they uh, they were able to outdo their entire first half uh, their their entire first half scoring output in both of the uh, third and fourth quarters. So um, from a sheer you know putting the ball in the basket standpoint, you know Boyd got what it wanted. The tough part was though they had a really tough time protecting the ball tonight. You know they lost the turnover battle 17 to 11 um, because Plano's defense, even though Boyd was the uh, you know w- were the ones that were pressing pretty relentlessly, they didn't force perhaps as many turnovers as you'd think. I mean they had some takeaways early in the third quarter and once they once they first deployed it as Plano was just trying to get a you know trying to get a feel for how to you know how to counter this uh, how to counter that defense. Um, but then for the most part, though, Plano did a good job protecting the ball as the game went on. They only had two turnovers in the fourth quarter. Uh, meanwhile, you know Boyd just had a tough time protecting the ball all the way through. Um, you know, and as a result, it made those uh, those stretches where Boyd was able to put together baskets. You know, those stretches were a bit more intermittent. You know, they were a bit more inconsistent with when they were able to put together runs and really cut into that Plano lead. Um, so yes, a um, you know a big night for Plano's defense. You know, as a, another area that Plano was successful at, they were able to get the better of the Broncos both um, in terms of the bench battle. 
you know, Plano got a, you know, got score, got scoring from five players off its bench. In total, they were able to win the battle of the benches, 18 points to only seven from the Broncos. Um, they also were the more effective team from, from the uh, from the free throw line. You know, I mentioned um, in the fourth quarter, one of the things that Boyd was able to do to really help kind of cut into the deficit was they were able to, you know, whether they were generating a, a finish at the rim or they were getting to the line, they were getting points in some form or fashion. Uh, but on the whole, they only shot eight out of 20 from the free throw line, including just five of nine in the fourth quarter. And then you dig even deeper into that number. They missed their last three free throw attempts. So, you know, when you're when you're trailing by, you know, three to five points in the fourth quarter, I mean, every last little point counts. And, you know, when you look at Plano by contrast, you know, Plano went 12 out of 19 from the line, but they made five of their last six attempts from the line. So, obviously, you know, if you're looking at the team that was more effective in utilizing their trips to the charity strip in crunch time, you would have to say that Plano got the edge there as well. Um, let's see some uh, some overall stats from this game. You had uh, Plano led by 17 points and four rebounds by Juwan Phillips um, as he uh, continues to impress in his uh, in his first year in the uh, in the varsity starting lineup, um, especially on the glass. You know Phillips is only a uh, you know he's not a you know he's only let me see let me look at the roster. He's listed at six foot two, so I guess a decent size for uh, for a high school guard. But what's really stuck out in the first uh, you know, the first few times that I've seen. Plano, he is really effective rebounding the ball despite being a guard and despite having, you know, at times, you know, a five to six inch height, you know, height discrepancy, um, you know, against, uh, you know, some of the front court guys that he's in there battling with. But he's done a great job rebounding the ball for Plano so far. Uh, You had Hunter Meyer, who was, um, you know, the, the captain of this team, the anchor of Plano's offense, he gets 12 points. He adds four steals as well, so he was very instrumental in helping Plano, you know, be effective on both ends of the floor. Uh, meanwhile, McKinney Boyd got a nice, I mean, they got, you know, the overwhelming amount of their scoring from their starting five. You know, they got 11 points from Kyle McAdam and Play Wyatt. Connor Ross added 10 points, but um, at least in my humble opinion, the standout of this game for the Broncos was um, Ose Osifo. Their, um, you know, their, uh, their, their spring Athletic, uh, athletic post player who had nine points, thirteen rebounds, and five blocks. Just his his energy was contagious in helping the Broncos mount their comeback as he was just all over the place on both ends of the floor. Plano really had no answer for him inside as he was just you know overpowering Plano's front court one on one. He caught a sweet alley oop that I got on video. Um, yeah, he was um, yeah he was all over the place you know pinning play you know pinning Plano uh, players off the backboard with some of his shot blocks. Um, just really impressive stuff in my uh, in my first chance seeing Osifo play this year. Um, ultimately, though, it's not enough to get the Broncos over the hump. Like I said, they drop a 56-50 to decision to the Wildcats. Uh, both teams are at 1-2 and two in district play and, um, yeah, are, uh, are tied for fifth place with uh, with Allen. As I guess now, I'll, I'll just quickly touch on some of the uh, the other stuff that happened in the district on Friday night. Like I said, I didn't think I'd be saying that Allen was in a tie for fifth place. This is an Allen team that I watched over the weekend, you know, defeat three state-ranked teams en route to winning the, uh, you know, their host tournament the in and out burger holiday invitational and granted they were a little shorthanded they were missing two starters during the tournament um and one of their key reserves in the championship game against lake travis ultimately though it didn't do any damage on the um you know, on the scoreboard at the end, but, you know, they're ultimately they're not able to really carry that, you know, they're not able to build off of that tournament win, uh, as tonight they dropped a, uh, they dropped a decision against, uh, against McKinney, uh, I believe I'm looking at the score right now, 59 to 49, um, elsewhere you had Plano, uh, you know, Plano West, 
um, defeat Plano East in uh, in boys basketball. This was a close game too, uh, 63 to 58. Um, you know, so Denton Geyer's all alone in first place. Everyone else playing catch up right now. Um, over on the girls' side, you have a bit more of a uh, a pretty fascinating uh, situation developing as um, as you get a little bit closer to um, you know to the midpoint in 6XA girls basketball. With um, you know the big game tonight was Allen against McKinney. Uh, Kendrick Johnson, our McKinney Courier Gazette sports editor, he was out of that game, and he um you can check out his coverage and his rapid reaction for that on um on our website starlocalsports.com as well. Um, but that was a game that was won by McKinney, so you've had um you know so that knocked Allen from the ranks of the district unbeaten, knocked them to four and one. So um with that with that score um with that score coupled with uh with a win by Plano Senior as well as a win by Wiley, there's now a four way tie for first place. Place in 6XA girls basketball at 4 and 1 between Plano Senior, Allen, Wiley and McKinney. So um so yes, you can uh, all four uh, all four playoff teams right now are have a uh, have a quarter share of first place. So um yes, a very fascinating situation developing right there. Um you know, Plano West was able to beat Plano East in girls action as well. So the Lady Wolves have now uh, won two straight after a uh, after a shaky start to 6XA. As they, um, you know, as they get back on the track, I believe, uh, you know, Jade Nolan's had 31 points for Plano West in that win. So, um, yes, a, a big night for the Lady Wolves as they defeat their crosstown rivals. Um, elsewhere, though, I'd say, um, I'd say for this, that is about all I had right here. Again, we're, um, you know, we're going to be going full basketball from here on out. We'll take a brief respite in a couple weeks to talk realignment. Um, and how it relates to the football scene. But for now, um, yeah, this has been Matt Welch with um, with Star Local Media Sports. You can check out my uh, you can check out my game story for Plano and McKinney Boyd online at StarLocalSports.com, as well as a highlight video that I'll have up sometime uh, sometime on uh, Saturday with some of the more standout moments from the Plano Boyd game. Otherwise, we'll be back on Monday with another edition of the Star Local Media Sports podcast. In the meantime, folks, this has been Matt Welch. I appreciate y'all for giving this a listen. Y'all have a great weekend, and I will talk to y'all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.